of the truth behind the title of being a mom. See? So on, on the last episode that you guys heard was of us talking about the struggle that you go through as your pregnancy, giving birth, coming home. With the baby. With the newborn. Yes. Um, and that was what, that's where we left off. And we wanted to talk about the struggles now when it comes to raising a baby with your significant other, right? Yes, yes definitely. Um, like, I, like we said before, people don't tell you about this. They don't give you a manual. It's nowhere written, right? Mm -hmm. Each family works differently. Each fam family handles, you know, their situation. Uh, their situation differently. But I think when it comes to children, it's a bit similar, just in different, you know, backgrounds, yeah. family dynamic, all that good stuff. But mm -hmm. we're giving you our side on, you know, how we did it, how we overcame. And hopefully, you know, if you're able to relate, this will help you. And if you have any other ideas that, you know, we didn't come up with, please yes. shoot them our way. Yes, please DM us, write it in the comment section. Or if you also, I know there's going to be a lot of little things that we might leave out that we haven't thought about. So if there's anything that you can add that other readers can go in and comment and, you know, get get another point of view, like share your story in the comment section. Or if you guys want to send us a DM, that would mean a lot to us. And we just want to bring light to every topic that we possibly can. Yes. Right. And of so. course, this is from our perspective. You know, we're yeah, not telling you, you guys. Yeah, it's our point of view. And like I said, if you're able to relate, that's great. Yeah. And also, um, we're going to talk based on our experiences, what, like she said, our point of view. So it's nothing against you. It's not the right way. It's not, there's no right or there wrong way. There is no way. right way. No. Yeah. Um, you know, we're just here to give you our own uh, point of view yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So we hope this can help you guys relate to it. And if it makes you, uh, you know, get a different perspective, then so be it, you know? Yeah. So, so let's talk about it. So I yes. think we left off, um, you know, talking about how as women, you know, being a stay-at-home mom, or even if you're working, how hard it is for us to not just get up and leave, right? We yes. have to pack the diaper bag, like all of that it comes with, you know? Um, and then sometimes it's it's hard because if, if you're especially working, if you're back to work after giving birth, like three, what, three months after? Is that three what, months that's around what it there, is, right? Yeah. yeah, around there you go back to work. Or sometimes and, not even. I think it's less. It's even less. I don't know. I I've never. Less. You see, I don't know either because I was always home with my baby. Yeah, see, me too. And then I was self-employed, so. So shout it's out! Hard. I take my hats off to the mommies that you know six 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 <laughs> weeks later to twelve weeks later they go back to work. I mean, I know. Gosh, it's hard. It's, that that must, must be so hard, especially because uh, you're you know you just give birth. You're so attached to this newborn baby, and then that mom guilt. Like, how do you you know? It's just you really have to be mentally strong, and then you have to detach. You have to detach. You have to go to work, and then like. I'm pretty sure, like, it's even so with my hard. kids being older and me going to work, I'm still thinking about that. I'm still thinking, like, what are they Nunca doing? Nunca estás a gusto. Nunca estás a gusto. And Never. I imagine, like, leaving a newborn, like, a newborn, I can't. <sighs> I can't. That would break so my heart. I, I give, give, yeah. Because I know a lot of you guys aren't fortunate enough to, to be able to afford to be home. Yeah. You know, you uh, have you to go to work. You guys are boss. Yes. Like, yes. they have to go to work. They have, they don't have that luxury to be able to pick and choose. Like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stay home with my baby yes. till he's one or two. Oh, so, I, I... Take our hats take off Take our hats you, for, for you. Reals. I mean, I, I, I saw it from, you know, my sister. My sister's a single mom. And she had to go to work as soon as her baby's turned three months or so. So... I could, I was, I always, I always tell her like, man, I admire you so much because having to leave your baby at such a young age I and know. then it's, you're sleep deprived still, your body's still going through a lot of changes. Like you're still recovering from yeah, that birth. So, cause it takes a toll in your body. It's a lot of trauma for your body. Yeah. You know, you just popped a whole nine pound baby or so. I mean, some so, of them walk out, but yeah. <laughs> 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 my mom had six kids. So I was like, by the 
fourth, fifth one on they they all walked out. <laughs> but no. no, so I think we left off on we already touched the subject on like the I think you said how do you deal when you come home, right? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, we talked about that. So uh okay, so you bring the baby home. What happens? What doesn't happen? You know, yeah. all you're doing is you're tired, your breasts are engorged, like they hurt, it hurts down here, your stomach is still bloated, you still look like a six month pregnant, you're bleeding, you're in pain, you're, there, there's so many emotions that us women go through, and I know a lot of men do too, but as a woman, I mean, you're, you just gave birth like two days ago, right? And now you're at home with a whole newborn baby with your boobs leaking, in pain, and then, but you're still happy. It's that, that chemical that makes you happy because you have the baby at home. So like everything that your body is going through to recover, mm -hmm. to get back to normal. Yeah, it's a lot on us, but like we kind of like, how, how can I say, like numb it? Because we have our yeah. baby there, we feel so blessed that it's home. You feel like you're on cloud nine. It's yes. just some. It's so weird. Yes. It's weird because you're in pain, but yet you're happy. You're like emotional. It's yes. like you can't believe you just gave birth to this whole new like human being that you're gonna raise. You and know. Then, and then it goes by so fast. It goes the by next so thing fast. You know, it's three months, six months. Now that little kid is like trying to turn around. Then nine months come and they're trying to Tell crawl and it. trying to walk. Then they're teething. Girl. Then the fever I, comes in. Then everything. Wow. It's I like know. it happens. It's a constant so fast. Yes. And and sometimes you know I think when you're a first time mom you can't wait to to see every little milestone like i can't wait for my baby to crawl i can't wait to start them on solids i can't wait for my baby to start walking talking all of these mi milestones and they seem like it takes forever yeah but once you're a, like a, a mom of two and so on it's like you don't want those miles to ever come as you know for me and now that aiden's one i don't want him to grow up i'm like i want like i just don't want you to grow up anymore i, I already know what comes after this milestone you know it's funny because emma's five my my smallest child my youngest child is five and i look at her she still sleeps you know she'll sneak in my bed or she'll say mommy i'll go to sleep in your bed and you mm. take me to my bed after oh, and i do that. and you know i'm just looking at her and i'm like gosh you're five, you're gonna be six this year. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want you to grow up. Like, it's just, you, you know, don't. I think my favorite stage as a baby is like from like when they're baby to like maybe like five. Mm. Because they're just still want they're you so and lit. need you and, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like you true. could just grab them and just like toss them around and just <laughs> You'd like smother them. them without them being like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Stop it, mom. Yeah. And then now, you know, and I know, like you said, I know what happens after that because yeah. I have my nine year old and she so doesn't even want nothing there. to do with me. She just wants Roblox. Yeah. You know? So, so you just, cherish it a little bit more. Absolutely. You know? 100%. Yes. And then also, you know, once that happens, now you go into. You know, Your nine teenage years. You. For example, I'm dealing with my nine-year-old. Yeah. You know, and it seems like she's going into 15. She has the attitude. She's talking back. She uh, wants to do whatever she wants. All of that. She doesn't want to do anything at home. She wants just to be on the iPad and Roblox. Yep. yep. And, you know, whatever mom Respect. says, mom, stop. Mom, don't do that. Like, they no, start getting like... like don't do That's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah and I so know. it's just like... It's and, sad. and she still wants me. She still wants like the the love and attention. Pero pero, ella lo quiera. Exactly. It's when I want it, when I need it. That's it. Exactly. And then if I am being, you know, go do chores, go do this. Why you gotta be so mean? So now you have that mm -hmm. type of attitude. It's so true. And then forget about it. Teenagers. I have a teenager, fourteen years old. Ethan just turned. Oh no, Ethan just fifteen. Fifteen. And he's autistic, like I was telling you guys. And now you have not only having to deal with like everything that he's going, here. yeah, dealing with what he's going through, but now you have to add hormones into that. Mm, and it's like, oh my goodness, it's a oh. whole new battle. And I'm going through that now. The teenager is the like, teenage. mom, don't don't tell me what to do, mom. You know, uh, and like he knows it all. And the thing is, with with autistic children, <laughs> of course, it's probably another episode, right? But he doesn't know um, what, uh, he's very impulsive. Mm. And he could blow up, but to him, that's normal because he's not able to control his emotions. Mm. So now I have to deal with that now in, in a way type, kind of like 
I'm scared because I know he's stronger than me now. I know See. that he could overpower me, and I'm just like, ah, should I say that? See. Should I, you know, make See. him go to his room or just leave it alone? Yeah. So it's now that that's fear. another battle as a mother that nobody talks about. Yeah, I can't even. I don't even want to go there yet. I, Mila I seven, know. and I'm like, I don't even want to think about. Enjoy it. There's times where we get into it. You know, there's times where like she'll push my buttons, and we get into it, and we yeah. argue. And I'm like, <gasps> imagine when she's 15. Yes, like dude. forget about it. And that's that's where I'm going through right now with Eliana because it's just you have like this little attitude. She's trying to figure out, you know, as a kid, you're trying to figure out yourself too. You know, mm -hmm. she's trying to figure out what she likes, what she doesn't like, you know, like everything. How far she could push my, you know, my buttons, the boundaries, and it's just like a whole new other ball game. It's all different ball game. Like and being a mom seriously comes with a lot of roles. You're a teacher. You're a, you're a chef. You're a chauffeur. chauffeur you're a uh, tutor coordinator coordinator everything, everything. and everything. that's what people don't tell you you technically give up everything you do and for these kids and that's where moms lose themselves yeah. as far as me that was my case i was so devoted into the kids like making sure that they were getting the right attention making sure that they were getting the right knowledge that they needed and more than anything, it was it was time. It's a lot of time that you have to devote to a children. Mm -hmm. And being a stay-at-home mom, you're so consumed in making sure that they're eating the right amount, that they're consuming the right amount of food, and are you know just making sure that they're healthy, that they're growing the way that they should be, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it really takes a toll on you mentally because yeah. you kind of forget about yourself. You lose yourself. You're like, what the heck? Like, and then the mom guilt, you know, it doesn't allow you to go and get a me time or if you do get a me time it's like once you're, the kids are in bed but it's like by that time you're exhausted you're like yeah. oh, gosh i yeah. just want to sleep you and know? that's what also takes a toll in relationships because exactly. you're so tired as a mother the dad comes home tired and at some point somebody needs something mm -hmm. and you're like i'm too tired I'm too, dude i'm done yes you know and it becomes and nobody talks about that yeah uh, I had a client um, during the weekend and we were talking, we were actually talking about this and, and I really thought, you know what, I want to talk about this subject because not a lot of people talk about it, but it's very common. You know, when you're in a relationship for such a long period of time, you kind of leave your relationship to, you know, to the side because you're, you know, things happen, business happens, you're consumed with, you know, your business, the bills, like everything, everything. and it becomes a routine, like... You know, as a mom, you wake up you, all day with the kids, go to sleep with the kids. And then the dad, it's like all day at work, come back, sleep. And, and it's a routine, a yeah. routine, a routine. And then not and, only that, imagine like, you know, going through that process and having kids yelling, fighting. Mom, uh -huh. so I did this. Mom, he took the iPad away. Mom. And it's like it's back always yeah. so loud in the house. And then by the time you're like trying to regroup your thoughts, you're like, shut up. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know? it's true. So, yeah. And it's just, you know, I, I'm the kind of mom that I am trying to, like, not keep yell, peace. keep my peace, have be that patience. patience. And then it's just like, I could wake up the girls and be like, hey, girls, time to go do this. Come on, come and on. And then one of them is like, no, it's like, I don't I'm never do talking it. Like, I never mentioned their name. <laughs> Nunca les dije nada. And all of a sudden, it's like, God, do this. You don't have to yell, mom. You're like, Why are you I've yelling? Been asking so nicely for the last 30 minutes. Why yeah. you gotta be so mean? <sighs> what? It's so hard. It's hard. Yeah. And people don't talk about that. And then, like you said, now you, the whole routine going all over again, it's a cycle. And then now, when it's time for you guys to have some time, peace, and quiet, and time for you guys to connect, we're done. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm checked out. Every, both of them mm -hmm. are checked out, you know? And, and that's, and then another thing that we were talking about was, you know, both parenting styles. Parenting yes. styles are so different, you know, and I think that's a really important uh, factor in a relationship because, you know, uh, if you were brought up differently mm -hmm. and then your significant other was brought up differently, you guys are both going to have different perspectives. Point of views and perspectives. Of, yes, and how to raise the kids. I know for me, for example, like when it came to the kids, I, I, I lose my patience. I don't have patience, which I had to learn. Now that you have kids, you kind of have to learn how to get patience. Girl, too. if you don't have patience, I'm checked out a long time ago. <laughs> Everybody tells me like, how do you do it? I don't know how you do yeah. it. I don't know. And I'm, you have so much patience. I, I don't feel like I do. Yeah. You, you know, do. and then there's a saying like, 
ask God for patience. And then I don't oh know who God. told me. Somebody told me at church, I think. He's like, don't ask for patience because he's giving you how to build patience. So uh, the guy's like, you know, and I'm like, uh, I don't know what to say to him. Like, Damn, what do I say to that? It's true. <laughs> I don't want no more patience, God. Thank you. <laughs> that is I so got true, it. though. That is true. I didn't see it that yeah. way, but it's true. Because I'm building patience as they're yeah. fighting and arguing. And it's like, try not to lose your shit. You really Breathe. have to. It teaches you. Like, yeah. you know, even now with me, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I talk to myself in my head, you know, as she's going. And I'm like. Okay, just dear God, please give me patience. Like, and she okay. keeps going. That's your patience. Going, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, baby. Okay, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you're done, baby. Okay, yeah. mama. Okay. And yeah. I'm like, oh God, I want to choke you so bad. <laughs> okay. And now Ethan, dude. Ethan will repeat everything five times, five million <laughs> oh, times. See, that's where you got to learn your patience. And it's mom, mom, mom. Uh, the football, he lost the ball and Patriots are out of the Super Bowl. I was like, okay, babe, guess what, mom? And I'm like, what? I don't know. He, he knows football and basketball. This <laughs> one, so I was like, okay, mom. And guess what? Patriots are not in the Super Bowl. And I'm like, you told me that. Yeah, he missed the ball. I was like, okay, babe. Mom, we're not going to the Super Bowl. I was like, oh my God, stop. Stop, stop, stop. break. And then now that, you know, his team is not going to the Super Bowl, he's excited for the other team. Now he's into Lakers. And now, Mom, we lost Lakers. Mom, guess what happened? They missed the ball. And I was like, it's the same thing over. Ethan, and Ethan, Ethan, it, do, do your kids do that where they're like, Mom, 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 Mom. Look, look. And I'm like, I'm, I'm watching, baby. No, but look, Mom. And I'm like, I'm watching, baby. <laughs> no, my kids are like, Mom, come here. I was like, what is it, baby? Come here. I was like, no, just tell me. Come here. Yes. Just tell me what is it. Mom, come here. I, I get up. I can't go because I'm clicking. Yeah. yeah, he goes, get up. He's like, look, I changed the light bulb. And I'm like, <laughs> what? That's a thank you, babe. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. I could have seen it from all the way over there, but thank you. So it's just patience. Is, it's easier it's said than uh, done yeah, because everybody's like, oh, you just have that patience. It's. I wasn't born with patience, and I'm sorry. This, yeah. is, this is my patience. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then, you know, having your your significant other, you know, if they don't have patience. You might have there? You might have there? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you deal with that? I, I'm lucky enough to that Jose dude. I don't know where that guy gets patience from, but he had, I've never met anybody with so much patience in my life, but he has a lot of patience, you know? And sometimes I'm like, damn, like I got to learn from you, you know? But you see, that's so good that you had that. I didn't. So you it's had hard. two. You had two people that are trying to figure out this, you know, parenting style. Mm -hmm. One was raised differently. I was raised differently, and you try to combine that. And he wants to raise your son a different way, but you are trying to let him, you know, understand that. But was he ever open to like understanding to where you were coming from, like your point of view? Because see, like for example, in my relationship. I grew up not, I've never gotten hit ever in my life. I, mm -hmm. my, my parents never hit my, luckily I did not grow up with my dad. Um, but my mom was, this, she still is the sweetest, most loving person ever. Ella nunca me gritó, nunca me regañó. So I grew up with not having, you know, my mom being strict or ever feeling, I don't know what a fucking chingadazo feels like. Oh, I do. I don't <laughs> at all. Yo no sé. I do. You know, I have no idea. On the other hand, Jose grew up, you know, in a stricter household where, you know, his parents were a lot more stricter. And so he would always tell me, you know what? I don't want the kids to grow up in an environment where, you know, hitting them, pegándole con el cinturón, like, yeah, it's not gonna resolve anything. He's like, I grew up with that, and I know how it damaged me. You know, he's like, I don't want the kids to go through that. So for me, it was different because I didn't have patience. So immediately for me, my reaction was like un manazo or something. You know, and he was like, no, like we have to learn how to talk to them, change our our generation chords. You know, that's not how it should be. Like, instead, talk to her, and you'll see the difference. And so I was always like, what? And I was like, okay, you know what? Let me try it. So I, you know, I took his advice and I was like, okay, let me, let me, let me figure it out. Let me see. And, you know, one time there was Mila, you know, doing her thing and I get upset. And instead of me reacting how I normally would, it's just like talking to her. And I noticed the huge difference where it was like, and I was like, wow, okay, he's right. I don't have to use violence to get through her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, 
but just having me being understanding to where he was coming from. Like, you know what? So I also had tough love growing up. I had a single mom. So my mom had to put on the dad and the mom hat. Mm. So for her, the way she raised me, it was she gave a little bit of love, but she was very strict Mm. because she had a really, you know, rough time as a child. But she was very strict. And I wasn't an angel either. I was. You would make her lose. I was lose a, her a terrible, not a terrible. <laughs> you were terrible. <laughs> She's like, I, how do I say this? But <laughs> like, <laughs> my poor mom. But you know, I was. I had a lot of resentment towards her mm. because of my. How can I say this? And I kind of don't want to get into detail because I want to get you know approval before I even speak about this. But. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of uh, resentment towards her because of my dad. Mm. Well, not really because of my dad, because my dad's amazing, but sperm donor, Mm. if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of resentment because she knew stuff and she never told me about it, right? And in my head, I was like, it's your fault I don't have a father. It's your fault I don't have this. Oh, you were So I was, I put a lot of fault on her. And I, oh God, that like, that kills me now because like, I know how she must have felt. Because now you're a mom. Now I'm a mom. And now I understand everything she did was to protect me. And I, I thank her. I will always be grateful for her because I am so glad she chose that route. Now as an adult and as a woman and a mom, yeah, I now am you so blessed that she took that route. And love you, mommy. Thank you. But uh, God, I made her. You know, I made her struggle, struggle. a lot. But it, yeah, it wasn't my hard. intention. You no, know? and I and I feel like when you're a teenager too, and you're you don't have. Um, your dad or your mom in your life, it really does affect you, you know, yeah. because you kind of, it makes you to, it, it makes you re- to be a rebel in some, oh, yeah. some I was shape a rebel. or form, you know, so it's something that you couldn't control. And, and I mean, already as teenagers, you're trying to find yourself, you think you know it all. I'm, I'm telling you, I grew up with my mom being the sweetest, most loving person ever, yet I still gave her a hard time because I was just a teenager, you know, mm-hmm. you're lucky if you have a good child that no te causa problema, but it's so rare. Like yeah. every child has, you know, a moment where they, they want to ditch, they want to have fun, they want to, oh, whatever it is I that they're doing. I think it's a way of expressing themselves because exactly. they're trying to fit, I was trying to figure out myself. Yeah, and you you're know? trying to fit in, yes. you're trying, you know, you start hanging out with the wrong crowds, you just want to feel accepted. Yeah. And sometimes feeling accepted, you know, it leads you to the wrong crowds and mm-hmm. influences and all of that. So, you know, I, it, as a parent, no matter how hard you try to be perfect and how you really try to, you know, just be that perfect dad, it's just, like, it, it's so hard. Kids it's will very choose hard. to, you know, if, especially and, if they're hanging out with the wrong crowd. And then the other thing is when you're young and you're little, you know, you don't know what's going on with the dynamic of the parents, exactly. right? So you're always going to be like... I, they're always going to choose a side because if the mom is being strict, I want my dad. Oh, yeah. If the dad is being strict, I want my mommy. So that just brings more conflict, conflict. into parenting. And that's one of the things that I feel as parents, you both need to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And honestly, with with me and Jose, that was one of the things in my relationship was was super important because we were always on the same page when it came to the kids. Amazing. That was always spot on because I didn't want to make it feel like, well, I'm being strict. So then that means that that now they see me as the bad parent, Mm -hmm. you know? No, it was always, we both agreed like, okay, you know what? You guys leveled each other out. We you guys level- balanced it. Yes. So now, you know, your baby can't be like, Dad, can I go do this? And Dad say no. And then, Mom, can I go do this? And, and you say, say yes. yes. And then, boom, see, now no. you and your significant exactly. other. And you see, it was the other way around for me. And it's hard. It was the other way around for me. I didn't have that support yeah. as my uh, for my husband. Oh I my didn't gosh, have that that's support. That's so hard. So now I'm trying to figure out my son's, all this medical stuff, right? And the little girl. But then you have the parent that... Doesn't want to be, you know, in the same level as mm. you. Doesn't want to... He tries to do what you're asking him, but he has trauma of himself. So now he's... Uh, re- re- what's it called? Reciprocating the, it. To, to the, the child, to yeah. the family. And then it's like, now that something you didn't want to be to your kid, you're being. And yeah. we were both in different pages. It was always us arguing against each other. It 
don't yell at him like that. Because I always, my whole thing was breaking chains, right? I wanted to break patterns. I was kind of like, yeah. Jose, I didn't want to raise my kids like that. Sí, porque sabes, you've been there, you know I've what been it there. causes. And don't get me wrong, I'm still a gritona. Yeah. You know, like, I've, I always say, I'm not going to be like my mom. No, I say gritona. No, like, that came out, that left a long time ago. I'm a gritona. But, I, like, I try to talk to them first, and I try to, you know, baby, please, please. And he's There's right. obviously moments. It right? never leads to anything yeah. positive, because if you think about it, You're yelling at the kid, but they're not focused on what you're saying. Right. They're focused on you yelling and what is she going to do? So I read you this know? article. Now that we're talking about this, I, re I read about an article. And, you know, at the moment when, when we had Mila and, like, I was telling you guys how, you know, my my perspective in racing her was completely different than when Jose's was. And the minute we talked, we sat down and we're like, you know what, this is how we're going to raise the kids and blah, blah, blah. So I started reading more into, like, child child development and mm -hmm. stuff and i came across this article and it made like a really good um point of view where it was saying how you know as like think about it this way right how would you feel if the person you love the most the person that's there to protect you the person that's everything to you you yeah. know you depend on this person and you know they they you do something wrong and they attack you they start yelling at you they start hitting you and they start what how does that make you feel how would you feel mm -hmm. you know and then you're like damn it's mm -hmm. so true because you know i would hate for me to have that person that i love the most the, the person that i feel safe with you know and I, and if i do something that i don't mean and all of a sudden it's like oh, yelling at you and telling you you're the worst and that you're this and that like how would it make you feel And it's so true. I was but like, it's so wow. easier said than done. It is. It's so easier said than done. Because but I, once you're like aware, yeah. you pull yourself out it's of that situation. It's still hard. It is still hard. Because I said I wasn't going to be a gritona. But, and you, I'm a gritona. But, but then you're still aware of it, though. Yeah. I, and it takes you It takes you to... It pushes your buttons to be a gritona, though, right? Yeah. But then, you know, once you you yell at them and they're like, what do you mean? They start crying. You're like, oh, shit. The mom guilt kicks, kicks, uh, kicks in, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's just it like, you, you have to find a balance. And that's what I'm still trying to figure out with my nine-year-old. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find a balance. I'm trying to figure out with my son who's four, uh, 15 and is autistic. Yeah. You know, I just had that's an incident. Hard. I just, well, it's because you never stop learning no, as he grows. No. Different things, I feel, keep coming up and you're learning as he's growing. I mean, you never... Especially with kids, you know, it's hard already. Imagine having to deal with that. Plus him being autistic, you don't know what to expect. And you see, and I think Ethan has always been a mama's boy. Mm. And now that he's 15, I don't, I feel like he's detaching from me. Uh, that's probably the hardest me, part. And it kills me. And it's funny because I just got an email from, you know, regional, I think it's regional from San Diego or somewhere. So they What sent me that? an email. Um, it's regional, San Diego regional is where they give you services for him. So like ABA therapy, um, a respite where somebody comes to the house and helps you with his laundry or, <laughs> you know, interacts with him for a couple of hours. Oh, okay. So you could get a break. Oh, that's yes. so nice. So like I said, wow. there's resources out there. But, you know, they just, I think they're the ones that sent me an email about parenting autistic kids, teenagers. Mm. Because some, uh, I... That's have it easy. Amazing. I have it easy, but some parents don't. Yeah. Some parents, if if you guys follow, even go on Facebook and just put <coughs> autistic parents, and you'll see a group. Moms out there have it tough. Kids break walls, break uh, TVs. They go a wall. I mean, being autistic parents hard already, and not so to hard. add that to it is crazy. But luckily, I'm not there, and mm -hmm. I hope I don't get there. But, you know, when they sent me that, they're like, oh, parenting for teenagers, you know, with autistic. And yeah. I'm like, I got it. I, ha I have Ethan under control. And now I just, you're like, oh. And now I just had an incident this weekend that just passed. Yeah, I remember um, you telling me. I triggered him because I was like, baby, did you brush your teeth? I was going to work and I was dropping him off at my mom's house. And he's been on the computer, right? Because he's watching basketball and the scores. He loves his football he and loves his sports. basketball. Yeah. He loves football. He loves basketball. Whatever the season is, he's watching it. And he probably doesn't know what's going on, but he'll cheer for the team. <laughs> he just will cheer for any team. And um, I was like, baby, did you brush your teeth? And he got out the car. And he's like, no, I didn't have time. I was like, baby, you had time. You just didn't get off the computer. He's like, I didn't have time. He's and losing then I was his like, patience. And he lost it. Why you do that to me? And he's screaming. I'm in the car. I'm dropping him off at my mom's, screaming on the street. 
why you do that? Why you do that? And I'm like, shit. Mm. So I turned off the car. I was like, Ethan. I was like, don't do that. That's where your patient has and to And I in. have to lower myself because if I meet him at his level, he loses his shit. Yeah. But even though I lowered my voice, he still lost his shit. Once and he's already, he already sees red, pretty exactly. much. Exactly. So my mom comes out and he's like, why you do that? Emma was riding her scooter and he pushes Emma <gasps> off the scooter. No. She starts crying and I'm like, Ethan, don't do that. Why do you do that? And so my mom gets in the middle, mm -hmm. okay? And I'm like, Ethan, calm down. I was like, and I didn't know what to do because he's never done this to me and I panicked. I was like, I'm gonna call the police. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this with you. So I pretend I'm with the police. My mom is like, don't do that. And I was like, okay, so I won't do that. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. No, I get you. Like, it's because at that moment, you're like, you're, My, you, you have know, fear, I'm scared yeah, because like, you don't know what to expect. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's my kid, sí, you know? Sí. So, entonces, um, ugh, um, no, no, no. You can't, you can't um, so I'm, I'm trying to calm him down. My mom's trying to calm him down and Eliana's crying. So he grabs the scooter. He throws the scooter. He throws the helmet. Um, and he's just like, ah, and then he pushes me. I'm going to cry, Betsy. You're like me. It's and, sorry. It, I, no, no, no. It's okay. And and this is this is why I love sharing like real raw and, stories. And the reason I'm telling this is this not. This just happened a few days ago. This, this just happened on Sunday. When And right now it's Wednesday. So it's like Wednesday. A few days so ago. it's fresh. But I want you guys to know it's not easy. And even though, you know, you see my pictures online with my boy, it's a lot, you know. And then now he pushes me. He, this is the first time he pushes me, and I'm like, I think I got in shock. See, sí. And then my mom was like, Ethan, don't do that, don't do that. So she's trying to calm him down. I know she's scared because he's strong. He's a he's strong a little boy. boy. And, and he's strong. Dude, he's de mi suegro. Like, sí. my husband's family is really strong. And, yeah. and then he's, you know, my mom is like, calm down, calm down. And I called my uncle. He lives on the street, and he's like, hey, what's up? What do you want? No, he goes, hey, what's up? And I was like, hey, I need your help. He's like, yeah, what do you want? And I was like, I'm at my mom's house. Come and help me calm down, Ethan. He's like, on my way. So he's walking, right? And I'm like, Ethan. He's like, no. So he gets in my face, and I'm like, baby, stop. Like, stop. And my mom is like, Ethan, Ethan. So he goes like this to, like, move my mom's hand, oh. and boom. He kind of, like, smacks her without intentionally, see, see, right? See, it just happened. And finally, he saw my uncle come. And he just goes like this, and he kneels down. Aww. And then he's like, hey, buddy, what's up? What's up? Hey, you want to give me a hug? And he said yes, Aww. and he gave him a hug. And I think, like, I noticed then that that, oh, my God. It's okay, mamas. It's okay, mamas. It's okay. I noticed then that it's like, okay. I cannot control him no more. Mm -hmm. I cannot, you know, calm him down like I used to. Mm -hmm. I noticed that when my uncle came, it's like, okay, it's the manly bond now that he needs, right? He's, He's a probably teenager. acting up because... That's a yeah. manly bond that he needs. It, I can't give it to him. And oh my gosh, that is so hard, Betsy. It, I, like, I... It's hard because... This is the way I see it, you know, you're already having to deal with a teenage boy, but then having to deal with the fact that you see your son <clears throat> struggling and acting up because, you know, like you said, he's missing that bond with his dad. And as a mom, it, that guilt kicks in because it makes you feel some type of way. Yeah, it does. Because, because now it's just like, okay, I was able to control him. I was able to calm him down. So, you know, I can't calm him down anymore. So now it's just like, okay, now I really need to go get these parenting classes. I need to learn how to calm him down. So now I have to learn this whole way, you know, and yeah. he's 15. What's going to happen when he's 20 and 30? See, you know, so I have to learn now before he You're gets gonna there. You're going to have to. And I've always have to be do ahead. that. I've always had to be ahead. See. Now, when he, before he came, became a teenager, and now it's like, okay, teenager to adulthood. See. And then adulthood to middle adult. I'm never going to stop learning when it comes to Especially when it comes. Well, I feel like as a person, you never stop growing. And, you know, as kids, they'll grow different milestones. And when you kind of expect, um, you know, normal kids growing up and when you expect, like, they, you expect them to act out, this and that. But when it comes, like I said, when it comes to having a, a, a kid with special needs, it's different. It's, it's a whole different. different ball game because 
you know, they develop a lot different. They act out at a whole different, you know. They don't so. know how to control their emotions. So a kid. I mean, it's already hard enough as adults hard, as to adult. control your emotions. Now, Imagine. S- somebody that's very impulsive that doesn't know how to control it because he and can't. No he can't. No, he was born like that. Like, he, do- he doesn't know what's from right or wrong like exactly. that. You know, so, so it's so hard. And, and you know, I can relate to you a lot of, um, not because, you know, my, I have a I have my brother who's you know he he has special needs, so I can relate to you because I love him you know he's 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 my so he is the second to youngest so he's the one before me okay but I feel like he's my little brother yeah. in some mm-hmm. weird way because I've been the one taking care of him him and my mom and uh it's um it's really hard when you have a someone you really love and care about. And society just treats them so different. And it hurts you because these are people you love. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I obviously as a mom, it hits different. But yeah. I can relate to you because I have someone that I truly love. And seeing them suffer. And a lot of times, you know, for example, for him too, um, before he was diagnosed with all his mental illness and stuff, we didn't know what why was. he was acting up. Betsy, this he got diagnosed with schizophrenia and um, psychosis like three years ago, oh and that was be- and he's he's already thirty four. Wow. So imagine he went since he was eight years old, he started getting seizures, and then you know up until his adult life, which was he was like thirty years old, he got he barely got diagnosed, he barely got treatment. But all those years, we didn't know what was wrong with him. We just knew maybe he's like that. Because he would, he would always get um, so angry. Yeah. He didn't know how to control his, control emotions. his emotions. And for us, it was like, why is he like that? We mm-hmm. never understood until it started getting out of hand. And I told my mom, mom, this is not normal. His his behavior is not normal. Like, this is not okay. So I ended up taking him to the ER. I tricked him. And it was probably one of the hardest times of my life, too, because I had to trick him into, you know, I basically took him to a, what is that? I don't know what they call it for it. So he was yeah. three days. They yeah. had him in a, like a mental, in a mental hospital. Yeah. I think there's a certain word for it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I forgot the name. So I took him there, but it was just so hard because a lot of times you don't, you see a person and you see them acting out in separate, you know, a, a way and you just automatically start criticizing, you start talking, but you don't know what that person is going through. And I'm telling you, my brother, um, you know, he would act a certain way and it was just so hard because he didn't know any better. He, yeah. you know, he didn't know how to control his emotions, his anger and all of that. And yeah. it was so hard. Dude. And it's hard. And then as a mom with special needs, right? And I'm pretty sure this went through your mom. is like, okay, I'm here. But what's going to happen when I die? Who's going to take care Betsy, of him yes. the way he needs to? Me Who's going to understand him? My son Nadia looks normal. My son looks normal. Yeah, and it's my, crazy because I would have never thought. Yeah, the, the you first meet day my son, he is social. He, hey, he's smiling. He's, he's always happy. He's loving life. You put my son out there and he has a meltdown. What are they going to do? They're going to arrest him. Oh, yeah. They're going to throw him in jail. Like, this is my, you know, it might not happen, but this is what goes through my head. Me lo pueden maltratar. Like, what? So, so that's my fear. As yes. a mom, ever since he was a baby, todo te now that's been my fear. Like having a, you know, te digo, mi hermano, mi hermano has been through so much, and I always tell my mom like he's alive because God loves mm-hmm. him, mommy. Because with his anger and him being out in the real world, dude, one time he was riding his bike and. We didn't know anything about him afterwards. We were, you know, he never came home. We were calling. We were calling him. No contestaba. We got so worried. We called all the hospitals. And one of the hospitals, you know, was like, yeah, we have him here. Turns out some kids in high school, he was driving his, you know, he was driving his bike. And he's very, like, talkative. He loves to talk to people and loves to give jokes. Like a little kid. And these kids try to take advantage of him. They try to, you know, take his bike and they try to take his CD player and everything he had with him. And since he wasn't, you know, he was like holding on to it, they started beating him up. They like, they got a rock, they cracked his head open. Dude, it broke my heart because I'm like, how does, how do people have, ugh, dude. 
it's hard because I'm like, how do people have the, like, how do you hurt someone? Especially when, um, you know, it's somebody that has a special needs, like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, dude, I did not think this was no, going to happen. No, me neither. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Pinches lashes are going to be flying everywhere. <laughs> Pinche mosca. <laughs> I don't mind my lash if it's coming halfway down, you guys. It's... <laughs> It's hard, it's hard because, you y know. Yo te entiendo, porque te digo, yo crecí viendo a mi mamá struggling with that. And then that, for me, it, it put a lot of, I feel like I had to grow up faster mm -hmm. than, um, you know, because I had to be, and especially my mom, no habla inglés, she doesn't drive, so I'm their backbone. You know, I they both depend on me when it comes to, like, medical stuff, like yeah. driving them to certain places. So not only do I feel like I have to, two kids now it's like your my mom and, my, and, and, and then you know my what's brother. so crazy because i the girls will ask me why does ethan act like that why does he no, you know because when you're when you're when autistic kids do the the flapping of their hands oh i never have you that. noticed so when no. he gets really like in, Te digo que anxiety or when this he gets is, this is i'm sorry to interrupt yeah. but this is the first time i ever meet anyone that has an autistic yeah or that i've been around an autistic child i've never so for me like everything that you're telling me it's so new to me i'm yo no sé nada de eso yeah. like nothing i have no clue what being autistic means yeah. like how they're supposed to act no sé and the first time i met um ethan Ethan, it was at our gender reveal. Pero oh, yo, that's right. Yeah, and he was so happy. Like I never thought he was team algo. boy. Yeah, he was team boy. I he never kept thought he said, had... "We're team boy." He was just like, yeah, "Yeah, we're team boy." I never knew he was autistic mm -hmm. because he was making he make like you said he makes eye contact and I was just like, "Oh my god, he's so naturally hyper like Betsy." Because yeah. Betsy's like that. Like you meet her and she's like, ah, you know. <laughs> so yo pensé así. Nunca me imaginé hasta que you know you started talking to me about it. like I have an autistic boy and I was like, oh, "Okay, like I don't know what that means," yeah. but you know. And now that I'm seeing him more often, interacting with him, I'm like, "Wow, like it's crazy." You yeah. know, it's crazy. And, and he is so lovable. When you if you guys yeah. ever meet him, he he's is so lovable. Es bien cariñoso. Oh, es un he amor. Gives, he gives a lot of love. All he wants in return is your attention for you to, like, acknowledge him. Sí. And ever since he was little, he always wanted to make you proud. Whether it was uh -huh. a teacher, the aide, me, or the dad, he was like, you like that? You like that? Uh -huh. And, like, even right now, you know, there's times where, like, you know, like I mentioned to you guys before, like, I have lupus. And there's times that I can, like, do a lot of things. And I was like, baby, can you go make me a sandwich? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, baby, can you go turn off all the lights downstairs? He's like, I help you a lot, huh, mom? I help you a lot. And I was like, you oh, do. He so to me, validated. he's always going to be with me. Like, I already, like, he's going to be the one that's with He's going to take care of me because the other two are going to leave me. But <laughs> so, <laughs> so you were saying, I interrupted you. I'm sorry that you were saying that. He, oh, yeah. So um, the girls does, didn't understand. They didn't understand when they were growing up. Eliana didn't either. Pues están chiquitas. But now they know, like, I talk, I have, like, like kind of like little girl talks but kind of like throwing like adult conversation in there mm -hmm. That's and good. then she'll be like mom why does ethan do that why is he bug why does he He's like mama he's special mm -hmm. he's special mama and i want you to know that if i'm ever gone you're gonna have to I watch out for me you know you're gonna have to watch out for oh him because don't, don't cry because he will only have you and emma when mom and daddy mommy and daddy are gone he will only have you and emma so you gotta you know He's going to have probably his own house and stuff, and you're going to have your family, but just always keep an eye on him. Always, you know, make sure that he's okay. Check up on him. And he's like, yeah. So now my girls, even though they're nine and five, she'll say, I'll take care of Ethan, Mom. Ethan's always going to be with me. I'll take care of Ethan. Don't worry, Mom. Ethan's, and even when I get frustrated, Eliana would be like, Mom, it's okay. And even Emma, you know? she'll <laughs> When I get mad at Eliana, Emma comes up to me and she's like, it's okay, mom. And like I said, as an autistic parent, you're you're watching them grow up, right? But your mentality is always like, what's going to happen when he becomes an adult? How is he going to function in society? How are they going to treat me? Treat him, especially because he looks so normal, you know. But the minute you know he he acts out or something, it's it's what happens. Like, dude, this is why I don't want any more kids because the minute they walk out your door they're no longer protected by you. And, yeah. and we live in such a cruel world. And this is why, like, um, you know, with Mila, I always try to tell her, like, mami, 
never ever be mean to any kid out there like if they're acting a certain way you don't you don't look down on them you don't treat them because you know I, I had to grow up with my brother um people always you know saw him different people judged him people threw shit at him um and I grew up seeing all that you know and it hurt me and I was even afraid to even go to the stores with him to go to places <sighs> with him because as a sister you know that's your brother that's you know he's a good person. He's he has a heart of gold, and people take advantage. People uh, mistreat them. So that for me is really important. Like with Mila, I always tell her, like, baby, you need to love every single person that you meet, no matter what. Like you don't know what they're going through, you know. And sometimes, for example, like with my brother too, she, you know, he acts like a little kid, and sometimes she wonders, like, why does he act this way? Um, you know, some he hasn't gotten a seizure over three years thank god but you know when he used to get seizures and mila was little she would didn't understand like why why is he you know she would ask me like why is he doing that mommy like why is he acting like that and i'm like you know baby he's he's not okay and even till this day he does things and she doesn't understand you know she's like mommy why is my tío doing that or why does he say this or like mommy it's because he's you know special. he's he's special baby and she's like but but what does that mean, you know? So there's little things that I have to go and explain and to her. And it's hard for them to understand. I know it's, it's hard, hard for Ariana because they get, they start fighting, they start arguing, and it's they like... Get, well, I mean, it's hard for it's us hard. as adults, it, imagine. And he's the type, I mean, Ethan, I mean, you know, he likes to pick, pick, and he knows how to push the girl's button. It's tremendo. It's tremendo. <laughs> so the girl's like, stop it, Ethan. I'm like, Ethan, stop. And it's like... I have to learn that too, how to be patient. It's hard. It's so and sometimes, hard, like, dude. I'm like, Ethan, yeah, done. So, que yo soy su mom, and that's my world. I lose my shit. Can you imagine somebody out there? Exacto. Eso so, mismo que me dice mi mamá. Y te juro that when you talk, this is why I get so emotional because, you know, these are the conversations. It's like me hearing my mom. Yeah. Um, oh, t- so it, it's hard because, you know, the, when my mom was mala a few months ago, um, you know, she would tell us, I feel like I'm going to die. And she... Her fear was her son. Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing she... I remember she told me, you know, she told me, Mira, like, if I die, I want you to take care of your brother because she knows that I'm the only one that super close to him and I'm always the one you know trying to uh, protect him take care of him guys we are so sorry <laughs> oh my god it was not planned I no. swear we were supposed to talk about <laughs> but these are real struggles guys this is what really goes down as a mom you know and like I said he my brother isn't my son but I feel like he is because obviously we grew up together and I've been watching him and I've been t- I, I'm with him like every single day so next time we need a tissue oh yes eh? so you know I feel like he's my son and I know there's a lot of um you know moms out there that have kids with special needs and I you know, she's talking firsthand as a mom. And like I told you guys, to me, my brother, he's like my son. And my mom is, you know, I've seen her struggle every single day with, you know, dealing with my brother, having special needs, having them to deal with, you know, it's already hard dealing with them, but then having the outside world being so cruel and judgmental. And it's just like a whole other ball game. Mm-hmm. And it really takes a big toll. I mean, I know my mom, you know, that's the reason why she suffers now from like so much trauma and, panic attacks and anxiety and all yeah. of that because it really affected her yeah you know it does and then you know we were talking about parenting and we moved into this subject but See? you know now adding that to being a regular parent to two other girls and yeah. you being a parent to two other little babies so it's just like we have to find a balance right we have to find a balance um and then getting to letting the family members or teaching them how to deal with him or how to be patient with him sí. you know because my dad tells me all no the time a veces. Mija, i don't know how you do it i i wouldn't i couldn't you know but it's crazy how you don't like from the outside world you don't understand but once you're going through it you just you no sé cómo explicarte you just 
like you figure it out. Yeah. As you go, you're, yeah. you know, there's no manual and to the outside world, it's like, porque yo también, you know, like I see my mom and, you know, I see you like hearing your stories and all of that. It's like, man, like, me pongo en tus, like I really try to put myself in your shoes and I'm like, fuck, you know, even with my mom, like I try to put myself in her shoes and I'm like, damn, like, it's already hard when you have a normal kid and having them to be out in the real world. You, all you have to worry about bullies, right? But then imagine like them still needing you all the time mm -hmm. because they can't protect themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, at least a normal child would be like, you know, they process things a little bit different. But yeah. when they have special needs, it's like they don't understand. They're like, you know, why? And they can't explain they to can't you explain. the way they, an, a regular uh -huh. kid. And a regular kid could explain to you, mommy, this kid at school is Did doing this. this and it's bugging me. Okay, baby, tell the teacher. Mommy, I See. told the teacher. And then, okay, baby, next time he does it one more time, you tell me. And then there goes mama, mama bear. bear, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, this is your kid. And you go talk to your principal, Sato. you got to, you fix it, you know, on the butt, and that's it. My son probably doesn't even tell me if they make fun of him at school or at high school. You don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing, which at high school he goes, you know, I, I feel in my heart he's in a good place right now because that's been my thing. I've always had to fight with schools. My son's been from school to school to school. If that's I didn't feel so comfortable, hard. I would pull him out. To another school. Good. Because, I mean, nobody's going to take no. care of your kid the way you are. And I can't go based off the school rating. No. Because my kid doesn't go to regular school. He goes to a special, special needs, needs class. So if that special needs class is not giving him the resources that I need, the school could be a, a 10. But in my eyes, it's a shitty school for him. See. So now I got to go to the next school. And the next school till I find the right one where they're actually engaging him and they're just not letting him do whatever he wants because he has a title. They're actually engaging him and making him learn stuff and making him, you know, grow and be normal, uh, uh, some type of normal in society, See. right? So that's another struggle we have to go through as parents, the schools, the whether schools. special needs or a regular kid. Because now after they turn, you know, they go from baby to toddler to, you know, five years old and on, it's school. It is school. And now we have to juggle the schools, make sure it's a good school, make sure it can, you know. They're not, they're getting the right. The right education. education the right the kids people. around them. Exactly. Yeah, dude, it is hard. Parenting, it's hard and in I general. And I think moms really deserve, like, a freaking gold medal. And it gets overlooked at it. It's just it's become like such a natural thing to just say like, you're a mom, you're a mom. Like, but if you really like, like if you really think about it, mm -hmm. like everything that goes behind being a mom, you know, there's so much more than just being, and no manual comes with it. You no. figure it as you, you go, you out. struggle. The, everything that you go through, like you, you don't know what to expect. It's just, you go as, you know, you learn as you go. Yeah. And it's so hard because you're just like, what the heck? And sometimes you feel so alone. You feel like nobody is going through it. All you see is like picture perfect. Oh, the, the you see these families at the park, you know, happy, all sunshine. But dude, you don't know like two hours ago how the baby was just having a meltdown. You know, now you're back home and the baby's irritated. The dad's tired. Like, you know. Then the dad and the mom start fighting because the kid's tired and they're both it's tired. Awful. It's a lot. It's a lot. So be easy on yourself. Be easy on your Reach partner. Reach out to your circle. Reach out because the saying, it takes it's a village. Said than done. It takes a village to raise a kid. That is so true. It takes a village to raise a kid. Mm -hmm. We can't do it on our own. No. I know I can't. No. I, I could need, never. I need my village, you know? Yeah. So surround yourself with people that are going to support you. People that you're going to call and be like, dude, I'm losing my shit. And then be like, calmate, everything's going to be okay. Si. And then lift your spirits up so you could like okay. go cry in the bathroom, si. in the shower. And then, hey, baby, it's okay. Let's go. Si. Let's go, you know? But you need that support. You need, you, you know, do. you need that person like to either call you on your shit or just be like, reassure you that you're doing an amazing you're job. You're doing an amazing job. Because and I'm everybody sure. has different stories. Everybody. Everybody's different. Fighting their own battles. Everybody's you know, in their own head, trying to survive, trying to do the best that they can at the moment. Yeah. And I, I would, I would say, you know, as your partner, be there for them, you know, women and men, because, you know, you guys are a team. You guys are a team. There's no 50, 50. I actually hate that saying, and I used to use it a lot, <laughs> but it's no longer 50, 50. And I think I heard this on a quote on Instagram or Facebook. It's not 50, 50, 50, 50 is when you get divorced. 
both of you guys have to bring a hundred because when the other one's losing that fifty, you give them that fifty to mm, get up, and I then you know that. what I mean. So you, you guys, so true. you guys are a team. You you gotta, and this is where it goes back to relationships. You have to learn your partner. You have to understand them, and communicate with them. Baby, I am about to lose my shit. Take the kids to the park, or baby, take the kids to get ice cream. I need like alone time. Give me like two hours, you yeah. know. So. You guys are a team. Husband, understand your wives, staying home. Only because they stay home, they think that we're just, you know, watching novelas or soap operas. Nah, dude, there's a shitload of things that we have to do stay at home. See. Appreciate them, love them, thank them for it. And don't just say thank you, but show it. You know what I mean? Actions speak louder than words because anybody could tell you, hey, and I appreciate this dinner, yeah. I appreciate the house clean. And then, you know, for me, I'm like over here wagging my tongue. I'm like, look, tell me more. I think tell it's, me more. It's important <laughs> to know the, your partner's love language. Yeah, mine you know. is. What was mine again? Uh, yours was active service. Active service and when was it active service? Was it active? I don't remember. Uh, but like me, it's just like I want you to tell me and then show me. So if you see that I'm tired, baby, don't worry. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll. I'll get the kids to bed. Uh, you did an amazing dinner. I'll get the. The kitchen. See, and that's important that for your, your partner because yeah. their love language might be, you know, I'll take the kids and then, you know, they leave and they let you do whatever you want. But it's like, what about you? That's not what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if your love language is, you know, him coming home and giving you roses. Yeah. Here, babe, you know, here. Thank, thank you, you for, for taking care job. of the kids. Yeah. Or thank whatever. you for being a so, great mom. You know, a lot of times we get so consumed with, like, having our partner we expect our partner to know what we want you know, know and and know but honestly you guys are a team be there for your you know thank them is and same goes for for men you know yeah. they're having a hard time too um but just be there for your partner and try to be gentle understanding loving and caring towards them because you know we're all fighting every single day our own battles with yep. whether it's with our kids or without the kids it's just a lot that we're dealing with. And then if you don't have that, that partner, you don't have that team, and you're a single mom or single dad, learn to know when it's time for yourself to give a break. Uh, when, a break. when do you need a break? You know? Absolutely. Learn when you're about to, like, <gasps> you know, because that's what I've been doing lately. It's just that's like, so true. I got to go. Like, I got to well, go. Well, I mean, yeah, because your partner isn't here with you where you yeah. can co-parent as much as you wish you did. Yeah, correct. So you're pretty much a single mom. I need to learn how to like, okay, this is my me time from here to here. My kids get here. This is what I need to do. From this time, schedule yourself. Yes. To me right now, what's working is my schedule. Scheduling myself, what I need to do, where's my me time. And then if I'm about to lose it, I either get the kids out of the house so we could just break whatever's going on at That's the house been doing. and get a reset. That's what I've been you know? doing. But learn Learn your emotions, what learn your feelings, you. what works for you. And just know that if you're a single parent, like I said, single dad or single mom, you're doing an amazing job. This job is not easy and it was not meant to be by yourself. Mm -mm. But if you are by yourself, it doesn't mean that you can't yeah. give all that love to your kid and give yourself love at the same time. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, hang in there, stay strong, L reach out to your circle when you're having a bad time. If talking to somebody like... You know, I talk to you when I'm having a bad day yeah. and you do the same. Yep. Find that person that, you know, can relate to you and well, maybe not relate to you if they're not going through, but, but understand. Just you, yeah. Understand and give you those yeah. words of encouragement where you're like, okay, yeah. And then I got this for me. I have my autism mommies out there mm -hmm. that, you know, I call them when I'm having like a meltdown because of Ethan, because I could call you or Ethan and you could be like, oh, sorry, but you don't really I don't know. know what to tell but you. But if I call yeah. my autism mom and I'd be like, this just happened. They she's understand. Like, you got this queen. They understand because they're in my shoes. That's another thing. You will never know what an, a special needs mom is going through because you cannot put themselves in the shoes. Even like you said, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes and your mom and I can't yeah. because you're never going to know. You never know. And I pray to God that, you know, you don't you have to go through that. Up. Nobody has to go through that. But the only person that could understand you is going to be the mom that is dealing with that autistic yeah. kid, that is dealing with that special needs yeah. kids. You know, so reach out to your circle. If you don't have anybody, find somebody that could be your support. Yeah, you know, absolutely. What would you give an advice to a parent <clears throat> out there right now? What would your advice be to them? Don't be so hard on yourself because I struggle with that. I even till this day. You know, there's moments, but I've gotten so much better at being easy on myself. Uh, the mom guilt mm -hmm. is really, really hard. And that for me was stopping me from doing a lot of things. 
But I realized that doing me time is super crucial because not just am I a better person for myself, mm -hmm. I'm a better person for my kids. And honestly, you guys, I was so hard on myself. Like I said, so hard. I did not want to, you know, take time away from them because I started feeling selfish. I started feeling that mom guilt, but learning to be easy on me was definitely a shifter for me. I saw, I honestly, I'm going to say like a 360 turn. Yeah. I realized how I'm like, oh my God, I feel so much better. And guess what? Now I'm so much better with the kids. Like I'm at home with them. And instead of feeling depressed, feeling like crap, I get the kids and I'm like, let's spend time together. Let's live in the moment, yep. you know, and I'm just living in the moment. Like I, these next the last few days when I haven't been working, I take them. And I'm like, Mila, what do you want to do today, mm -hmm. baby? I want to go here. Let's go. We go. We enjoy the whole day. We come home and I'm like, wow, I feel it feels so good. Being able to see them happy and makes my and make, seeing myself happy. It's just a reset. A reset. So that's my advice to you. Be easy on yourself and prioritize yourself because prioritizing you is just going to make your whole life better and your kids. Yep. And they I deserve agree. that. Well said. All right, guys. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We are sorry if... This is the first time we cry like this. Yes, it is. So I hope you grabbed your tissues. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah you guys were able to relate or learn something from this yeah. episode and we have to do something for all our mommies out there yes we need we to have do. an event we should have an event yeah like a spa mom event imagine that huh ding 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 <laughs> yeah. okay we we're all like did you record that <laughs> no but thank you guys for tuning in today's episode i hope you guys got something out of this we love you guys so much and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for still being here with us supporting us listening to us and encouraging us yeah so thank you guys thank you guys we'll see we'll you see on you the next, next episode bye, bye.